Welcome to NBA Talk with Isaac Wolf. I'm your host, Isaac Wolf. I'm sorry for getting it out a little bit late. There were events that occurred that prevented me from recording. But now we've got it out. So I'm going to talk to you about Carl Anthony Towns. Because it was a rather rough season for the Timberwolves last year. After making the playoffs for the first time in 13 years in 2018, they fell out of the playoff picture to 11th in the conference, traded away their star wing Jimmy Butler, and fired head coach Tom Thibodeau all in last season. And all that seemed left was Towns. Once all the mayhem was settled, Towns went about his business in a rather quiet manner, but boy did he play well. He averaged a quiet 28 points and 13 rebounds per game. Seriously, I was shocked when I saw those numbers. I'm pretty sure most of us didn't know that Cat was putting up those numbers. And let's be honest, part of it is because he's in Minnesota. It's not a big market, doesn't get a ton of a national television coverage. We just don't often pay attention to the Wolves. But Towns is ready to change that. With a new head coach, a new team president, and a new system, he's ready to build a new culture, a winning culture in Minnesota, and become the leader and franchise player that he was projected to be when he was the number one overall pick back in the 2015 draft. With no major offseason additions besides drafting number six overall pick Jarrett Culver, the Wolves will have a tough road. Their best bet is to just compete right now in a loaded Western Conference, and Towns loves the challenge. He said, quote, I love being in the West. I love the fact that every night I get to go out there and have a challenge, and I get to compete against the best of the best every single night. And that's what you want to hear from your star player. You know, you want someone who wants to compete and is happy. And that's another thing. Cat likes it in Minnesota. Towns spoke to The Athletic about the Timberwolves organization, and he said, quote, I'm tremendously happy. I love my front office. I love my coaching staff. I think we make great changes and great moves. I love the culture we have here. If you want to leave, you have to be miserable somewhere. I'm not there. I'm planning to be in Minnesota for a long time. That is good news for Timberwolves fans. It's a great thing to hear from your star player, the future of your franchise, the guy who you are leaning on to take you to that next level. Which leads me to this. Carl Anthony Towns is an incredibly talented player. There was a reason he was drafted number one overall. But can he be? Can he lead the the franchise? This franchise, the Minnesota Timberwolves franchise, to contention. Can he be the guy that gets Minnesota trips to the playoffs every year? Or trips to Cancun? The league's biggest superstars give their team, their city, and their fans a piece of themselves. And this coming season, Towns will have the chance to show significant growth from last year's drama and approach his duties as the Wolves' leader, Wolves' best player, with the kind of passion and intensity that Jimmy Butler, for whatever reason, didn't see. It's up to Cat to prove Butler and all the other doubters wrong. Towns said, quote, I'm working tremendously hard to make sure I'm the best teammate and leader for my team. So we will see what Carl Anthony Towns can do with this team in the coming seasons in the tough and loaded Western Conference. I want to get to some free agent moves that have happened lately. Jakar Sampson is signing with the Pacers on a one-year veteran minimum deal. Furkan Korkmaz is returning to the Sixers on a two-year deal. Undrafted Boston College point guard Kai Bowman 
Bowman, Bowman, one of those two, signed a two-way, two-way deal with the Warriors. Brandon Goodwin signed a two-year deal with the Hawks. And Kevin Love has withdrawn from Team USA. JJ Redick has been invited, and Derek White has been added. And with that, let's talk about the current roster. After the almost, what seems like the entire team dropped out, Team USA is now comprised of, this is for training camp, Harrison Barnes, Jalen Brown, Andre Drummond, Kyle Kuzma, Brooke Lopez, Kyle Lowry, Chris Middleton, Donovan Mitchell, Miles Plumley, Julius Randle, Derek White, Thaddeus Young, Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, PJ Tucker, Miles Turner, and Kemba Walker. So it's a good mix of veterans and young guys. I actually really do like the mix, even with all the stars dropping out. You still got guys like Brooke Lopez, Andre Drummond, Kemba Walker, Thaddeus Young, guys who have been in the league for a long time to lead that next generation. Guys like Jalen Brown, Kyle Kuzma, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum. That's a really good mix of players, and I think they'll be just fine. Moving on to Zion Williamson, because there are more deals coming out about his shoe deal. He signed with Jordan for for seven years and $75 million. But he had offers from other companies for more money in the $100 million range. But he took the pay cut to sign with Jordan. Good choice, Zion. I like, I like you going to Jordan. I might buy your shoes. I just might. Unless they're over $200. Like LeBron's. No. No. Don't charge too much for your shoes. You're already getting $75 bucks over seven years. You're good. Zeke Upshaw. Let's talk about him. Because Zeke Upshaw was a player for the Grand Rapids Drive of the G League. Who collapsed on the court during the game. And later died from sudden cardiac arrest last year. Zeke's mother, Jewel, filed a wrongful death lawsuit on behalf of his estate against the NBA and the Pistons franchise. Her lawsuit argued that the team staff were not, quote, adequately equipped, excuse me, were, quote, not adequately trained to recognize and respond to her son's heart attack, and that the medical staff failed to recognize that he was in cardiac arrest. Terms were not disclosed. Upshaw's attorney, Robert C. Hilliard, said he could not comment. NBA officials released a statement saying, quote, Jewel Upshaw, the National Basketball Association, and the Detroit Pistons announced that they have resolved their prior dispute and litigation claims against the National Basketball Association and the Detroit Pistons pending in federal district court have been dismissed. So there has been an agreement in the lawsuit uh, for the death of Zeke Upshaw. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George were officially introduced as LA Clippers on Wednesday. So let's look at how they got to this point. Leonard and the Clippers talked to each other every day of free agency. Every single day. Possibly having two to three conversations a day. The Clippers had assumed early in free agency, that they would likely need a second star to secure Kawhi. They knew Leonard, who had rested 22 games during last season because of, quote, load management, would probably need the right teammate to help with the burden. Leonard said that his best, or excuse me, that his decision would be based on what team could give him the best chance to compete for the rest of his prime. The Clippers actually believed Kawhi would not sign with them, and that chances were he'd end up back in Toronto. 
Back to the second star thing. The Clippers began to search for someone to pair with Leonard. They asked about Bradley Beal and even James Harden. But neither were available. However, on July 3rd, the Clippers were informed that Paul George wanted out of Oklahoma City and that Leonard had been recruiting George to team up with him on the Clippers. George liked the idea of coming home to LA and teaming up with Kawhi. And after discussing it with Kawhi, he was in. Kawhi knew that adding a guy like PG and joining the Clips would give him a good path toward long-term success. Before the deal was made, however, the Clippers surveyed every possible star that would become available in the next two years, and they could not find a better possible duo. So, they called Sam Presti and OKC and ultimately made the deal. Danilo Gallinari, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, five first-round picks all gone for Paul George in return. So now, they have the reigning finals MVP and a reigning MVP finalist. That is a pretty darn good duo. Second best duo, in my opinion, behind LeBron and AD in terms of the individual talent of the players. So the Clippers told Kawhi to trust them. Not by their words, but by their actions. And Kawhi did just that. And now, the Clippers are one of the favorites to win the NBA title next year. They are the favorite to me. I see them taking down Philly in the finals. Just a crazy story of how it all went down. There's more about it on The Athletic if you would like to check it out. It's a good read. To wrap up today, this day in NBA history. Well, nothing's in every day happened on this day in NBA history. So let's go on to birthdays. Happy birthday to Juwan Evans and Walt Lemon Jr. We will be back on Monday with another podcast.